Too Many Comics, episode 147, uh, Brooks' long time no see. That's not true. That is not true. So the last time we left, our dear listeners, I was on the verge of heading up your way. Infinity War was about to come out. We had a lot of comic book things planned for the city of New York, and uh, we accomplished them all, I would say. I, would th- I, I, I agree with you. The Big Apple is has been cored. It's done. Shall we go through the rundown? Do it. So first on the docket, and might as well follow follow up with this uh we saw infinity war the the friday of so not the thursday release day but the friday uh we saw it in new york city on was that imax 3d yes okay i saw it sunday and uh you know long movie i was tired from the flight uh, but made it work and uh thankfully we did because it was fantastic see okay so i was supposed to go again yesterday and i couldn't do it i went monday night I couldn't do it. It was an 8.45 show. I went at 10.45 Monday night. You're a baller, dude. Seriously. <laughs> uh, those balls must dip in the toilet. I give it – good for you. I was exhausted. And also, like, the, the, the trip from New York back to New Jersey, where I live, it, that, that was like, I can't do it. I can't. I cannot do it. Plus, I just started a new job. Give me a break. But it was great. I, I will see it again, by the way, just so you know. Probably this weekend. Yeah, it, it was, it was everything that I think you could hope that would have been. Now you, there was a lot of build up sort of for that first Avengers and not knowing what it was going to be like. Were they going to pull it off? Um, Age of Ultron, I think, left a a little a little dud. It was fun, but clearly not as good as the first Avengers. No, no had no. been surpassed by you know a lot of other films in the MCU. Um, but this one, bringing together every storyline, many characters meeting for the first time, having to juggle. Everything that they had to juggle, uh, even though it, it is long, you know, it's the two and a half hours. It's, it went by quick, though. Yeah, it's it's action-packed, some great fights, some good jokes, some good character moments. You know, you get an ending that, you know, you weren't sure if they were going to do something like this in the movie. I mean, they give you a nice cliffhanger, obviously, to keep it going, because that's what comic book stories do. So they they nailed it. They they absolutely nailed it. It's a lot of fun. I, mean, I, I, I can't agree more. Seriously. Should we give any sort of review that's got... I mean, I imagine people that listen to this show have seen it already. I mean, my review is... It was so good. It was so good. And and I think that you have to understand that it's going to end on a cliffhanger. This is not a neat bow you know, ending kind of thing. You're right. We've got Ant-Man the Wasp coming up, Captain Marvel in March, and then the next Avengers in May. Uh, so, you know, we'll be right back here in a year with the follow-up of this and what's supposed to be what Kevin Feige's calling the end for sure of this, you know, initial phase of run. We're going to have some contracts running out. Uh, I feel like some major storylines will be happening in that movie. So it's going to be, it's going to be a very exciting year. I think so. Which, you know, let's, is this, is this the wrong place to do this? Uh, so there was a story that came out through comicbook.com which basically explained that the surge of searches for Captain Marvel is through the roof. Have you looked at the, at the infographic at least? I, I have not. Okay. It is unreal. Again, she's not, to people outside of what we do, a, a household name. I think that's fair, right? Certainly. Okay. She will be soon enough. And, you know, if, again, if you haven't seen the movie, why are you listening to the show? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> at, at the end credit scene, um, 
when people are disintegrating, a distress call is made to Captain Marvel. They don't even say her name. They just show, like, her logo, which to me was like, ooh, <laughs> like, shit. It's a perfect little tease. Hell yeah. I cannot wait. That was so cool that they did that. And now people are trying to figure out who the hell that was. Similar to, I, I want to say, even when you know Thanos appeared at the conclusion of, was it, was it Avengers 1? Yep. Okay. Uh, people are like, who is this? Same idea. So I think that she is going to rock the house when she comes in and, and saves the day somehow. I can't wait. I cannot wait either. And, it, and it's going to be, you know, this will be Marvel's first run at a, a female-led movie such as this, too. And with the success that Wonder Woman saw, you know, this is... I mean, clearly equivalent of sort of Marvel's wonder woman, super powered female leading the charge. It's going to be a, it's going to be a pivotal moment for them to, to hit this movie out of the park and bring her in to, to save the day. I'm sure they'll do it. I have no doubt they're going to do it. I can't wait to see it. In this economy, <laughs> how could they possibly not do it? I mean, for real, they, they, they are already trying so hard to find a black widow director do you think they're going to shit the bed on a Captain Marvel movie? Their no. first? Okay. There's I, no way. I, I agree with you. So there you go. And they've done such a good job with these these space-centered movies. And, and hers might be a little more grounded because it's the origin story. But, you know, these characters that others haven't known, you know, Guardians has been a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Thor Ragnarok was, was great reviews. And obviously, yep. this Avengers was fantastic. So they, they know what they're doing. I mean, I think that uh, just given that her – it's going to be origin story. Knowing the entire time you watch this flick, what she is leading up to, it's just going to be like, oh my god, give me, give me the talcum powder. I gotta, I gotta rub my fists together. <laughs> I'm so pumped. It was so good. It was oh god, it was so good. So uh, during the Avengers movie, uh, both times that I went, we were greeted with the second trailer of Venom, which actually shows him in action. Yeah. And I don't know that we really talked too much about it, so I'm interested in your thoughts here on what we saw because I think we sort of poo-pooed a little bit the first one where they didn't show Venom and it was you know, I, see, not I sure what's not, going on. I, I did not poo-poo it because I, I, I like a slow play. Okay. But I, but I would say that uh, I, we're getting a better idea of how they could present a movie such as this without Spider-Man. And I'm okay with it. I, it's it's it seems to be more like psychological and a little bit and, and obviously much darker, uh, and we do get the reveal of you know his symbiote version. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. I I, I think it's cool. I'm okay with it. Okay, well, where are you in this? I, I think it's a it's a. I still think it's awkward that this character is not in the MCU and coming up through Spider Man. I mean, it, it Venom's connection. To everything is Spider-Man. It's just uh, but, still but, odd but, that it's happening this way. But imagine that, pursuant to how they've done the other, you know, Avenger movies and and certainly this most recent outing. In this case, we get the how Venom came to be. Imagine now if he came into a Spider-Man movie where we're like, oh, I, I understand how you, I get, I get you more than I typically would as a Spider-Man villain. You've had your own movie now. Right. I'm, spe- I'm speculating how that might work, but I, I, I'm okay with it, I, I, I think. I think it looks cool either, either way. I, I'm skeptical yeah. of, of story and, and what's going on, but this is 
through two trailers appears to be a far better Venom than we were greeted to beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I know you I think that's safe to say. Okay, well, nobody liked that version of it. But okay, so, uh, so we're, we're, we're moving stuff around here in real time. So beyond the New York stuff that we, di- that we have already discussed, we got to go to a Deadpool pop-up bar in Williamsburg, uh, Brooklyn, which is the most hipster of all neighborhoods in the whole thing. This was uh, a four-day-long thing. It was in a place called Alligator Lounge. It had to be on the list, apparently. You got to go. It was sponsored by Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Mike's Harder. Yeah, Mike's Hard. Well, these flavors were, for sure. Uh, and there was skee-ball. There was pizzas. Not chimichangas. Apparently, they didn't have an oven for that. I thought it was cool. It was a lot of fun. As a non as a non fan, I thought it was pretty fun. A lot of fun, a lot of memorabilia around. Uh, some people dressed as Deadpool. You had the the cosplayer Josh Brolin, who very much looked like Josh Brolin. Yeah, but walking about. Now. Yeah, yeah, just not as big. Um, <laughs> yeah, the you know they get they gave you some free food, some free drinks, uh, a pint glass. You got a shirt. That was a great job by them, and it was worth the standing in line for forty five minutes. Well, I mean, I got a shirt. That's what I said. You got a shirt. But, but, but you said like, like we got a shirt. I, I said so, you got a shirt. Yeah, but and you got a shirt. And you got a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun, dude. I had I had a blast, dude. For real, like I, not to know what to expect. I, I that that was pretty cool. So I that nerd bucket list checked. Yeah. We also got to go to a signing downtown with uh, Charles Soul. Soley. Our yeah, old buddy Soley. Our old bud. Uh, who was that was a lot of fun, too. Yeah, I mean, we and we went after the movie, uh, your recommendation of not going early and standing in line, because we waltzed right in and walked right up to him and got an autograph. Well, that's how we do up in here. So anyway, so he was signing uh, Death of Wolverine number, number one, which I we, we purchased. You have to do it. I haven't read it yet. not going to lie. It's back okay. and boarded. But I did get Astonishing X-Men number one signed, which I... He was supposed to do this months ago. We we got to uh, uh, issue eleven this week. We'll discuss that later. Um, finally got that signed, and uh, he was very gracious about the book and when it's coming out. I asked about the fate of Psylocke. He gave me nothing. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, still fun. And I know your brother listens to the show, right? Yeah, I've kind of uh, told him about it though. So okay, but, it won't but, be his only present, but I got a nice little present for him out of it. Oh, uh, well, aren't you a good little brother? Yeah. In a bigger man's body. This is true. Okay. Well, anyway. So I put this link in here. There is a website where you – maybe you've seen it. As somebody that's more web-savvy than I. And it tells you if you were killed by Thanos or not. Have you done this yet? I'm doing it right now. Real-time okay, follow-up. Well, you were okay, slain by you... Thanos for the good of the universe. Oh, no. no. I live, buddy. Sorry. Is it a 50-50 shot? I don't know. It's a, you, you cannot refresh it. it it's cookied. So that's that's your fate. Oh, like I can't clear cookies or use a different browser? Come on. Well, I mean, but I mean, you know, you get, you're dead. There's no cure from that. You're done. All right. Well, either way, I'm well, dead. I have to come back in Avengers 4 because I assume that's what's going to happen. Well, we will see. I hope you do, buddy. <laughs> My God. I just, I mean, I'm the rocket to your Groot, I feel like. Perfect. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a loudmouth with no th- nothing to back it up. That's 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 the logic there. I hear you. Okay, so the wisdom of the of the vision in the New Yorker, 
What is yeah, this? This is a link that I had in here a couple weeks back and forgot to talk about. Um, I only wanted to include it as just another pub for how good that vision book was. Uh, the some writer at the New Yorker of all places did a full on review of, um, you know, what this book meant that dissects it as if he were in English class as only the New Yorker can. Uh, and I just thought it was, it was nice pub outside of the typical comics press, uh, for something like this that deserves to be read by more than just comics fans. I feel so, you know, just wanted to put the pub out there and I can link to it in the notes so people can read it, but, uh, just good stuff. Okay. Well, I like that. I don't like you. I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> and I like the book. Uh, <laughs> we all like the book. It's a great book. Great right. book. Well, let's talk about some books. Okay. Bring it on in. It's been a couple of weeks, uh, but the last time that we talked, we had planned to read Thanos Annual One as sort of a way to get pumped up for the movie coming out, and it was and to support a friend of the show, Donnie Cates, um, who who's kind of like who's so busy, bl- blowing up. You come on this show, and your career turns around. Well, you know what though? That's what I'm hoping for for myself. <laughs> Uh, this was the Thanos annual number one from the from the current run of Thanos, which I think we read when it came out. But I could be wrong. Uh, Thanos is the is likely the most evil being in the universe. If anyone would know, it's the all new classic cosmic ghost rider. Let the spirit of vengeance be your guide on a tour through the worst of the worst, as he reveals the most heinous deeds ever perpetrated by the Mad Titan or by anyone else. Uh, so this was a, a bunch of I say a bunch is maybe three or four smaller stories of Thanos and his awfulness to, to many a characters in the, in the Marvel universe, uh, which sort of leads into a, a tease of Donny Cates's cosmic ghost rider. So, you know, I don't know that there's a whole lot to say about this. You know, it was, a a, a slower week and just something to, to build up to. It was, it was a nice little thing to, to get some other stories of Thanos. I think I've only read sort of like the infinity gauntlet stuff. So, you know, I haven't seen him interact with a whole mess of characters. And I like that this was broken into, a lot of little stories. Um, I enjoyed the one with uh, this kid where he shows up on his birthday every year and just ruins his day. Mm. That was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, to your point, typically annuals are not uh, typically are not required reading, but it was you know it was fun enough to kind of just get these ridiculous things, that, and it was humorous enough too, where. You're a real asshole, Thanos. My God, it's just the stuff you've been doing is so <laughs> you suck. But that's the whole point. That that that's who he is in the Marvel universe. He's the worst. Yeah, well, and he's still around. So who are we to judge? He, uh, well, hopefully somebody wipes him out, preferably in Avengers Four. I can't wait. <laughs> a whole year. I mean, and I guess I have to flam for Florida for that one. Yeah, you return the favor. It is my it is my uh, turn. It'll be so much cheaper. So yes, let's this do is it. true. Right. Um, and then to con- continue on for this week, we picked up Death or Glory number one. This is Rick Remender's new book out of Image Comics with Bengal on art, singular named Bengal. Yeah, this that was is, annoying. Yeah, series premiere. Meet Glory raised off the grid in a convoy amid truckers. The last men and women fighting for true freedom of the American open road. Now, in order to pay for her beloved dying father's surgery, Glory has three days to pull off four dangerous cross-country heists with mob killers, crooked cops, and a psycho ex-husband all out to bring her in or die trying. New ongoing series from Recommender, legendary French superstar Bengal brings you a high-speed chase across the American West that examines our dwindling freedoms and the price paid by those who fight for an untethered life in the special double-sized first issue. Eh... That's not, my thought. Not feeling yeah. you're typically a remender guy. No, well, 
Did you? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know that I dig the Wait, the storyline. I, I think this is like, I don't know. I mean, I was I was liking it. I, I hate. I don't know. I shouldn't say that I hated that it was forty pages because I got you know some value out of it. But um, one of those things where I wasn't in the mood to be reading forty pages of one comic. But there's a lot of story here, um, a lot of world opening. You know, I think if this story resonates with someone, I think it's done very well. You've got a strong. Uh, a lead character that's getting into some craziness, but I just, I don't like nothing about the story was like hitting home for me and and making it super interesting. We had that whole first scene where somebody busts into like a burger joint Mm -hmm. with liquid nitrogen. That, that must be a a future plot thread, except that were they killed? Yeah. Okay. So what, what was that? Well, that guy shows up later. I, clearly, he's uh, somebody. But was he? Wasn't he killed though? They fought when she was escaping. Well, she froze off his arm, but he said something about it's a clean uh, okay, cut or something. Right. Oh, okay, well, so all right. You, yeah, you but you know, it was a little. I mean, did you really have to kill the the guys working for minimum wage at the burger joint? Yeah, that was pretty messed up. Like you ordered 123 burgers, dude. Like. Yeah, that's pretty messed up. It's a we're, problem. We're, 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 we are closing. Yeah. You call this fast food? Anyway, so <laughs> I thought I was I, – I, I don't see myself sticking with this. I just don't. I'm sorry. And I'm a big fan of recommender, as you know. But no. Yeah. To me. Well, I can to, respect to, that. To, to me. To it's me. got an 8.2 critic and 8.7 user rating. That's uh, not right. Well, you know, users are liking it more than the critics. Critics are giving it just a solid B. Users are sitting at a B plus. And I think it's it's obviously done by someone who knows how to do some comics. It's just this yeah, yeah. storyline of say, saving her dad with the cancer and you know, it didn't nothing like was riveting to me. Yeah, well, I give it a full C, yeah. which is usually a good thing. Yeah, I I would probably do like a C plus. Also a good thing. Mm-hmm. Normally, not in this case though. Next week. I'm talking bra sizes. Where are you? Where where are you? Just letting it go. <laughs> Next week, we are supporting our man, Donny Cates, once again, who has Venom number one. So lots of Venom and Donny Cates talk in this episode. we got a new series by Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman. In the wake of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s collapse, an ancient and primordial evil has been awakened beneath the streets of New York. And with it, something equally evil has awakened in the most wicked of web slingers, Venom. Still a lethal protector of the innocents in New York, this never-before-seen threat could force Venom to relinquish everything it holds dear, including Eddie Brock. Join two of the hottest creators in comics today, Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman, for a Venom adventure a thousand years in the making. It's quite the build-up. Yeah, I mean, astonishing and uh, monumental. Well, I do like Venom. I don't think we've read much of his uh, during the course of the 147 episodes of the show, so uh, I'm looking forward to this. Is that what we have? This is 147. Jesus. It's crazy. I don't know my own strength. All right. What else did you uh, get to this week? All right. So, uh, pursuant to our uh, X-Men talk, I did read Astonishing X-Men number 11. This is the second to last issue. And to be fancy, the penultimate issue. It's doing its thing. I do enjoy it still. Uh, I read Regression number 9. Colin Bunn does this book out of Image. It's very strange. It's a very strange book, but I still enjoy it. Old Man Hawkeye. You did not read this. No, no, I'm an issue behind on that. I, I'm still enjoying it, and, and this, the way they've been doing this is it's very much like 
kill a person uh, issue kind of thing. When and within in the background, uh, villain villain Venom, who is a villain, is uh, gathering strength to take care of business. So that's I think you would enjoy that part of it. A redneck twelve by Donny Cates. Uh, <laughs> also doing that. Um, I, I still do enjoy it. I really do. And then what I put in here, I read this actually two weeks ago, I forgot to mention it, is Dead Hand Number 1. Now, the reason I, that I bring this up, this is by Kyle Higgins, who, as you might recall, did Hadrian's Wall and Cowl. Different artists in, the, in this case, unfortunately. Um, but I, I thought it was very well done. The, the way that they set this up is there's a dude that was like a like a very good spy-type, killery-type person who's seemingly living like living like a like a like a quiet life but in fact he's living no that's a that's a bit no i'm not gonna see what the twist is but anyway he's seemingly living like a life that's uh on the straight and narrow but he's not but it's quite good knowing okay. what you know about, about, about the creative team what at least the writing part which is arguably more important even though we do care for pictures that's that's what it is and it was pretty bust about so i recommend you pick it up yeah, I was uh, I was a big fan of their uh, creator's last uh, effort, so uh, I would check this out. So get off, get off me. Based solely on that. Okay, well, it it, it, is, <laughs> it, 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 it was very good. I would give it easily a B plus, if nothing else. Okay. And I've already subscribed to issue two. Nice, uh, good job by you. No, well, thank you for that empty compliment. Is that it? Yeah, that's a lot. That's more than you. I was just, I was just asking. Um, oh. Got to obviously Saga Fifty One. Um, more storyline here between the I'm forgetting their names off the top of my head, but the reporters who are, yeah, I don't you know, know about to open up the story. Um, I, you know, I can't just keep saying good things about the book. It, the book is still great. The art is still great. The story is fantastic. The characters are very unique and. You know, all still involved, still here. Um, you know, I don't want to see this end anytime soon, and I don't feel that it's going to. I mean, we we've talked in the past about how many issues we think this might go, and at this point, it's at fifty-one, and I'm still not sure what I would even set the over/under at for bets. Hundred. A hundred. Yeah. You think it's halfway done? Okay. And when you when you when you consider the ground we've covered, how could it not? There's no way. Okay. I mean, it's a nice round number. I mean, it came out in, what, 2012, 2013? It's been a long time. Should have left you. <laughs> but, you know, there, it, I just, I hope and pray that it has an ending in mind because it just, we've covered so much ground, right? Oh, well, I'm sure he has an ending in mind. I, well, I hope so. He's Let's the best in the business, yeah. He is pretty good. Either way, we've still got uh, quite the ride ahead of us, I'm sure. Uh, I got to Teen Titans 19. I think this was, yeah, this was, I'm guessing the end of Teen Titans then. Um, it was an issue about Beast Boy. Again, um, it was fine. I have officially unsubscribed from it just in case it's not the end. Fine book if you're in, into the Teen Titans. I'm just not into the the entire cast. Uh, but the, the last page did say the Teen Titans adventures continue next month in No Justice number one. And there's a... Justice League, No Justice, four issues weekly in May of all these different teams. I'm not sure what's going on. Um, I don't read everything DC, so glad that I unsubscribed from this. I can stop spending money on it, and hopefully they just uh, 
pick up Super Sons with something special to fill that that uh, itch. Um, also, grab first of, I, first of all, it's scratch that itch. Scratch that get itch. It, whatever. <laughs> um, I I still stay subscribed to Image Plus Magazine. I know I've said it quite a few times, but you know I think it's like a buck ninety nine, and you even get the the ten or fifteen percent off that we get as Comicsology members. Um, you know, you get some previews that enough previews of books that you don't find online sometimes. And, and I remember reading the preview for death or glory, uh, quite a few issues ago. Uh, some good reading material with interviews and everything in here. Nothing really stood out in this issue of a number one to, to keep an eye out for. There were creators that, that I hadn't really heard of before. Um, so I'm interested to see if any of these pop up later. Um, but that's always a good read and I'm happy to support image for, you know, a dollar some every time it pops up and I don't have it listed here, but one thing that I did, and I think I made mention this to you is image was having a big, uh, trade sale on comiXology and I now own volumes one through six of deadly class. Nice. So I've had, I used to buy these in print back when it first started. I think I feel like I have some of them. Um, so I've gone back through and read the first volume again. I started on the second, uh, but have not finished yet. And I got these for, it was maybe like $3 a piece. Nice. So, so 18 bucks or so 18 or 20 bucks. I yeah, got it's a good read. It's yeah. Good six read volumes sure. of this book to be caught up on. It's got the TV show in the works. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm a fan of it. It was just, uh, you know, it just got put on, on the back burner as some, some might say, uh, because <laughs> there are too many comics. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I can be on board with that. I mean, uh, of all, in my opinion, Recommender's books, that's the best one to me. Well, I'm happy to be uh, back on board. Well, you're welcome for nothing. So did you see the Eisner nominees? For I did not see this. So I'm curious to get your take on this. I, I know they came out. I have not had the chance. What 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 are the reveals? So there's always some stuff that they have weird categories for this. So let me just run through things of, of stuff that we might know. So best continuing series, we've got Black Hammer from, by Jeff Lemire, Giant Days by John Allison, Hawkeye by Kelly Thompson, Monstrous by Marjorie Liu, and The Wicked Divine by Kieran Gillen. It's going to go directly to Black Hammer, in my opinion. Okay. Are you reading Black Hammer? Yeah, I am. Huh. I didn't think I knew that. Well, it's, uh, also, it's also on the Unlimited situation. Okay. Well, I might need to check that out then. Uh, best Limited Series, Black Panther, World of Wakanda, Extremity, The Flintstones, Mr. Miracle, and X-Men Grand Design. It's all Mr. Miracle. Gotta all be. day long. Best new series, Black Bolt, Grass Kings, Maestros, Redlands, and Royal City by Jeff Lemire. Of those, I go with Grass Kings, okay. in my opinion. I don't know anything about Maestros or Black Bolt, um, but I trust you, uh, your opinion. Okay. Uh, best publications, Human Publication Anthology, Reality Based Work, Graphic Album New. So there's always these weird uh, yeah, I know. ones. I know. Best writer, Tom King, Matt Kent, Jeff Lemire, Marjorie Liu, and Mark Russell. Go one more time. Tom King, Matt Kent, Jeff Lemire, yeah, yeah. Marjorie Liu, Mark Russell. Tom King. Yeah, most likely. Best writer, artist, Lorena Alvarez, Shabute, <laughs> Emil Ferris. I don't know any of these people. Uh, let's just move on then. Uh, penciler, inker, best cover artist, best coloring. 
Who's best cover artist? What do we got there? Cover artist. Jorge Corona, number one with a bullet. Nick Darrington for Mr. Miracle and Doom Patrol. Those were some good covers. Brian Stelfreeze for Black Panther. Sena Takita from Monstrous. And Julian Totina Tedesco from Hawkeye. I mean, the Hawkeye's pretty good. Yeah, those were good, too. Per- yeah, it's me personally. But, I mean, David Aha, like, set the tone forever. And Phil Noto's got some great covers as well. He, do- he does. He- but he's not nominated, so. No, but I feel like he's, he's won before. He- but he has no chance of winning. No. Based on his nomination This status. is true. And then the, <laughs> the last one I'll go through is uh, Best Digital Comic, and that's just because uh, Barrier by Brian K. Vaughn and Marcus Martin. Which, which comes out in print next week, by the oh, way. Oh, awesome. Did you see this? Well, I remember it being a free comic book day thingy, uh, uh, so I, that makes I, sense. I, I was going to put that in the mix, but I was like, no. All right. Well, I assume they'll win that. Maybe well, they should. What, what is the competition? Is there one for podcasts featuring less than 100 listeners? We can <laughs> clear that shit. Uh, we've got more than 100 listeners, but sure. I, you always defend that, and I appreciate that. Well, I don't think I'd still be doing it all this time if there were only 100 of you out there. I thought, yeah, I thought it was just for us to catch up with each other. Yeah, well, that helps too. <laughs> I'm an asshole. So I've I've also got in here this uh, it's this is exclusive first look inside Charlie's Angels number one, and uh, only put this in there because it's it's being drawn by Joe Asma. So you know I think it was, might have been the last show I had uh, the Quantum and Woody run that he was going to be doing uh, a couple things. One I like seeing him out here doing stuff, uh, even if it's things that you know I, don't, I doubt I read this Charlie's Angels, but obviously love the art because it's it's very similar to Morning Glories. Yeah. Um, Number two, I really don't think Morning Glories is ever coming back. I mean, as a regular reader, and I tried to be, but they stopped giving it to me. You can't go that long without reading it before being like, what What happened? Yeah, it's been far too long now to where if it picked back up, like the first issue would like just have to be a diagram of pictures that only show things that have happened in the past. (laughs) I'm not going to reread all the 50 issues again. I mean, I thought it was so well done, but I have no idea what it was about now. It's been three years. Yeah. It's Nick Spencer sort of blew up at Marvel. Um, I think that was probably the main thing. Can you, can you tell me what was the character that was like a living chainsaw that lived somewhere and he just would disintegrate people. Uh, what, what, what was, was that his name? David, I thought. Yeah. What was his deal? And where did he go? Uh, it's been too long. I've completely See, erased it from that, my mind. Yeah, that 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 hurts my heart. It was one of my favorite books. But I, I understand. <laughs> uh, moving on from that, there's a story in here. Marvel Studios has plans for Moon Knight, but there's no definitive timeline for when the project might begin development. That I think lends itself to a Netflix series. That's what this story says. Fans have lobbied for that. Uh, but Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige didn't offer any details. He did acknowledge that Moon Knight is in the cards. No deeds? Not really, no. No tales? No, neither. <laughs> but I, I, mean, I just I feel like that character is very difficult to describe. Somebody lays down to die at the foot of an Egyptian statue and becomes tortured and powered. In the mean streets of New York. <laughs> he fit right in in uh, Netflix. He should just be there. Uh, that's what I think, too. Yeah. Street, street level. But 
Kevin Feige does see a quote immediate potential for Nova, which makes perfect sense. Okay, I'm 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 on board with this too. Yeah, big time. I'm surprised he hasn't been really teased yet. Uh, whether through Guardians or or some other way, maybe Captain Marvel could tee him up somehow. Um, yeah, with everything that's been going on in space, he's obviously big time potential to be one of the sort of next big movies. Well, I mean, you've got Captain Marvel coming in, and I realize we're going to waste our time with a prequel because we're all like, yeah, 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 great. She was infected by a Kree explosion. Let's go. Um, Nova Corps. They, they, they all, come on. Let's do this. I'm right there with you. Ready to go. I'm, I mean, my God. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm made of stone here. Let's get, let's get to the good stuff. Well, it, he's going to show up at some point for sure. And it's going to be, you know, he's going to be a new ring of characters because to, uh, to finish off on a, on a sad note is, you know, this comic book resources story of, how many films do the MCU stars have left on their contracts? So obviously Infinity War has led to a situation where something big is going to happen in the next Avengers. Most likely some people are going to go about their separate ways. Someone might die. You've got people like Robert Downey Jr. who most likely is probably done with this Avengers. Chris Evans is probably done with it. Yeah. Um, I would say yeah, I'm not sure how many movies Ruffalo has up in the air, but at this point they're not making a Hulk movie. So if he stuck around, he's not going to be doing like a Hulk, his own standalone film. Uh, Hemsworth has really taken off though. I, you know, I'm not sure he seems to love doing these things. And his third movie was way better than the first two. And he had a very significant role in this last event in this, in the infinity war. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, obviously has got a black widow movie coming up at some point. Probably well, but before they, did you say they, they have checked out like dozens, according to some article of directors? Yeah. Dozens. We're not one of them. I would the, hire the wonder woman director. <laughs> Patty Jenkins. Bring her Done. Over. Um, I mean, a lot of these, like I'm not really worried about their contracts. Like the, the second, I feel like they can have other, like Jeremy Renner. Okay. He wasn't even in this movie. Um, Paul Bettany, they could make happen. I could do without Falcon if he was up. I do yeah, love the Winter Soldier and Sebastian Stan. I feel like probably has more in his contract and probably would love to take on the Captain America role and keep this going. Elizabeth Olsen has talked about Scarlet Witch and expanding that. Tom Holland's obviously still around for a little while. Chadwick Boseman's just getting started, as is Paul Rudd. Don Cheadle don't care that character's already been replaced once. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch has only been in two movies, so I mean, the further down you go, I mean, like the the Guardians, I imagine they're sort of all a package deal. I would say. I mean, I wouldn't, I can't imagine them showing. They're not. I mean, not a singular character. Like you wouldn't have Chris Pratt show up in some random movie without everyone else. Yeah, in, in a significant role. So, yeah. I think they're in a good spot. Well, you make a good point, which is nobody cares about Falcon <laughs> or War Machine <laughs> at this point. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, I hate to be, you know, putting people's jobs in jeopardy, but they don't matter to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know, we didn't miss Jane Foster, so who gives a yeah, shit? Yeah, <laughs> dismissed. Yeah, exactly. We got, <laughs> we, we got three minutes of Pepper Potts, who I think looks great. Always Keep does. Pepper Potts. Hitting the gym, using that bronzer. Goop. Goop, yep. 
Well, this was a uh, a fun catching up. I think so too. We covered a lot of ground. Obviously, this discussion is a little bit off, but we're gonna get it together. Yeah, for sure. But, but we were we were live in concert with real live nerd stuff in the Big Apple. That's big to these yeah, listeners. Yeah, we were hanging around some super nerds. I well, I know, and I had to work for that Deadpool shirt. Oh. You just had to play some skee ball. I mean, I rolled like a two four. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it was fun. You know, we've got it's a May's a big month already. Uh, we got some some. We got Venom next week. We do have the Deadpool movie this month. The Solo Star Wars movie this month. Uh, so you know, it's the, the nerd stuff is not letting up whatsoever. And I'll be home soon. Just so you know. Can't wait. I, I bet you can't. Until next week. Too many comics.com.